starts the last four in and first four out of sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Let's get ready to rumble. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 182. How are we? Guys, I finally did something that I've been wanting to do for a really long time. Everybody's oh. been talking about but it. But buddy, How congrats. Great it is. What it How oh. great it is. Okay. And it lived up and fulfilled all expectations. Okay, what's oh. that? Mm-hmm. I had the Popeye spicy chicken sandwich. Oh yeah. Oh nice. really? That thing was mean, man. That was good. <laughs> yeah? It's uh Yeah, dude. It's legit. Yeah, you gotta get some uh some paper towels ready uh oh, to man. clean up, but yeah, it's uh it's that, a serious that, sandwich. That sounds weird. Um <laughs> yeah. Is there a pop? Oh, there is a Popeyes now in Anderson, uh, down by the yeah. interstate. Okay. Grind, uh, formerly known as Grindstone Charlie's. Absolutely. Yes. The classic. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So when did you get that? Um, must have been Monday. Yeah. Just got yeah. a wild hair. Decided to drive yeah, down. I was coming back from. I was coming back from the north side of Indy. Had to run down to Fishers. And I was like, I'm going to stay on the freeway, get off an exit 226 and hit up that Louisiana Fresh, <laughs> get me a Sammy. And yeah. Dude, dynamite. How do they, how do dynamite. they, uh, how do they, uh, uh, dress that thing? It just had spicy sauce and a couple pickles. Does it that have, it. wait, so, okay, so I'm looking at the Chick-fil-A. Thinking about the Chick Fil A, very similar. Okay, so is the is the spicy in the breading or is there a separate? I don't sauce? believe so. I think it's the sauce because mm. the sauce was like orange, orangey. Uh, it was a very similar experience to Chick Fil A's chicken sandwiches, except that this was like you were eating a piece of fried chicken. Yeah, it's thicker. It's like got heavy breading on it, and it's a thick chicken breast, and oh, it's crunchy. So it's cr- okay. That's what I was gonna ask. So it's crunchy because yeah. I think is it yeah. Chick Fil A's thing that they do? Is it like a steamed process that they use? They steam the chicken. Uh, it it doesn't pressure have the, like pressure cook the chicken. The same breading might be, but this was like a real piece of chicken, fried with mm. uh, extra crispy fried, and then slapped on that bun. Little little spicy sauce, couple pickles. It's a good bun too. It was. It, 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 I got no complaints. It was a delicious sandwich. Pickles, but pickles were on there. You said. Yeah. Wow. I like pickles on a chicken sandwich. Yeah, so it's a pressure fryer when they uh, the old uh, Chick Fil A. Mm. Yeah. So they put it in the closet, put a lot of pressure on it. Uh, yeah. Don't let it ever come out of the Don't closet. let it ever come out until it's completely <laughs> converted. Converted. To yeah. a, f- a fried chicken Redeemed, fillet. if you will. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I would put I would put Popeye's number one. Okay. Chick-fil-A number two. Okay. S- 
I, I feel like I've had the new McDonald's chicken sandwich because I was going to work my way through them all, and it, that it's that was it's, terrible. It's, it's forgettable. Yeah. It's it wasn't good. It was small. It was half again as small as the um, Popeyes, and it was not a. It just had that like gristly kind of gizzardy part to it, and it was like lame. It's a wannabe. Wanna be wanna be Chick-fil-A. I put the McDonald's chicken sandwich, the new McDonald's chicken sandwich below Wendy's chicken sandwich, spicy chicken sandwich. I've never I and mean that thing is just a salt bomb. Yeah. That's the yeah. thing, McDonald's crispy chicken was good. It was a decent it was, a, it was a decent chicken sandwich. Are you talking about they the ruined Mc, it. Are you talking about the McChicken? Not the McChicken. No, the McChicken is just a giant uh giant McNugget. Yeah. I'm rich, yeah. man. <laughs> I get okay. the I get the I get the I get the crispy chicken. Yeah, no, I'm if I can't see the breakdown of the flesh in the sandwich, I'm not interested. I'm like not the, rich, like so the, I would just get yeah. the cheapest chicken sandwich and as many free toppings as they'd provide. Yeah. Like really just well, dress, you just go and dress it that. up, get it thick, you know, add something yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. So when you All add your, your shoelaces to the broth to kind of like give it some yeah. Some some, some wang. Yeah, exactly. Some umami. Well, if you want a cheap chicken sandwich that you can just add action to and think you're having a feast, you got to go Wendy's because McDonald's chicken sandwiches are garbage. Mm. Wow, that's a hot take. I mean, not really. If you want a chicken sandwich from McDonald's, get a six-piece and order a Big Mac bun. Oh, I bet they do. They, do they give that to you for free. It'd be good, man. Put, put some hot or put some uh, sweet and sour on some, that thing, and maybe like a little pile of fries. Hot, oh, hot mustard did. and a side of small fries. Yeah, yeah. There, you and go. you can get the, they got that secret super hot sauce now. <laughs> I saw a commercial for it. Dump some of that on there. Yeah. Dress that thing like a Big Mac. Get the hell out of the way. All right. Yeah. So that's that's now the uh, if you order that at McDonald's on the secret menu, that's the roll tide. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Tide. You roll up and you say, roll tide. Let me get a six-piece dressed like a Big Mac. Pull up. <laughs> They'll say, excuse me, and you're like, I'll pull around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you heard me. Yeah. You heard me. Uh, I'll, okay. be, I'll be in spot number three. I'll meet you at the window. <laughs> yeah. We can draw this out uh, if you want, but, I mean, you know what I'm looking for, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't act like you've never concocted this on your break. <laughs> I know how these things work. A six yeah. piece and a bun. Oh man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Stack those suckers up. Uh, you think they'd give you but, the bun for free? Do you think I would think nah, they Nah, dude, I bet that bun costs 60 cents. 60 cents. Mm. I'd just bring my own bread at that point. I mean, you could also do it. You could just get get your get your six piece and get the uh, get the shredded lettuce. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. all of the Big Mac toppings just... So basically, it's the shredded lettuce and the special sauce, and you basically have a salad. That's what I was going oh, to say. Too, like a, a fried big, chicken salad. Big Ooh. Mac salad, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you See, get the, all that on the let side. You order, I've seen people order these, like the people that are on Atkins or Keto or whatever it's called now, where they like just give you a cheeseburger with the fixins in like a to-go box with mm. no bun. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between pouring that and pouring some lettuce, uh, special sauce, all and some shredded onion in a six pack? Shake that sucker up, yeah, and go to town. Do you remember? Well, I think we're yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Do you remember the McDonald's 
uh, burger that came in two boxes. The McDLT. So it came in two no. compartments. So it had a cool side and a hot side. Do you remember this? No. Oh, I, so it, yeah, I kind of. It do. was like double the size. So instead of like you know a Big Mac box, that's when you open it, you've got two sides. It was like considered yeah. like an open Big Mac box, and then another top on top of that. So all your oh. cool was on one, and all your hot was on the other. So none of your vegetables then would get wilted by sitting on the hot and this was back when they didn't make things to order like they do now quote unquote so it it wouldn't sit all the veggies wouldn't sit in the hot under the hot the the heat lamp so they made two boxes and you had to do the work of putting the burger together it was the worst flaky jakes ever yeah Flaky Jake's like because you know I'm going through this drive-through, so clearly I have time to assemble my own sandwich. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if there's one thing I want to do in the McDonald's drive-through line is make my own food. Yeah, clearly. I'm trying to talk on the phone, change the stereo, shift gears. Uh huh. Look at this idiot in front of me blocking the lane, and now I got to put together my sandwich. That's why I think when you go through the drive-through and they like you order a sauce, they should just. Like, either put the sauce in an open container or put the sauce on top of the, the whatever you want it. Like, it, let's say Chick-fil-A, for instance, which is one of the only places I get sauce. Polynesian, obviously. Correct. Like, I should say, I, if, if, it's, if it's truly my way, I want you to open the Polynesian sauce and pour it over your waffle fries. That's how I want mm, it. Yeah. Just, just Smothered. Yeah, just smother it. So I don't have to open see, things and get things. It's not have it your way. It's not have it your way at Chick Fil A. It's he is the only way at Chick Fil A. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So yeah. you get what you get. Yeah, it depends on the customer is on who's right, right? Yeah. That's right. Well, thanks for joining yeah. us, folks. This is definitely a sports podcast. Oh, you had more? Great. Let's do yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hadn't gotten to Burger King yet. Oh, now, great. <laughs> Burger King. The long submarine classic chicken sandwich at Burger King. You got to get it sans lettuce because they do need a double compartment thing for that because that's just swamp grass that's on that thing. But (laughs) I would slide that into number two right under, actually above Chick-fil-A right underneath Popeye's. Oh, really? So Popeye's, Burger King, Chick-fil-A, Wendy's, McDonald's. Hmm. No Arby's. That's the top five. Does Arby's have a fried chicken sandwich? I don't. I don't have the. I mean, you're talking to a vegetarian I so. here. I don't, Arby's I don't. is Arby's is too high anyway. I don't They're frequent the Arby's. Themselves. Yeah, they got chicken salad. Get over it, Arby's. Yeah, but I don't want no apples and walnuts and grapes and that thing. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Can we get back to sports? Sure. Sure. Okay, fine. Let's do it. Hey, Rowdy. Hey. How about how about some sports? How about it? Hey, uh, basketball news. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming Indiana fires Archie Miller. That's right. After four what they consider disappointing seasons in Indiana at this point. This is Indiana Hoosiers rowdy, not Indiana Pacers. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Since they haven't been to the tournament since 2016 and haven't won a championship since 1987, all of a sudden... Uh, a four-year drought is uh, time is nigh. It's underperforming. Yeah, that's right. Archie Miller, uh, brother of uh, 
Oh, I just forgot his name. <laughs> no. Dennis Miller. No, it doesn't matter. I'll think of it. Coach of Arizona, who has all the, the f- footwear money, all the sneaker Coach money. Coach Miller. Yep, Coach Miller. That's right. Uh, was fired. He went 16 and 50. Overall, he was 67 and 58 with Indiana. Uh, never took them to an NCAA tournament. And for all of that uh, failure, he gets a $10 million buyout. I, I was just going to ask what his buyout was. Good grief. All paid by boosters. So oh, none of it came okay. from, yeah, none of it came from the, uh, None of it came from the school itself. The tax tax dollars. It just came from their the money that they're sheltering from the taxes. That's what I was. Yes, when you said tax yes. dollars, I was thinking. Well, I mean, they probably should be tax dollars, but yeah, but they're not. They're not. Uh, uh, yeah. Archie Miller got a check cut directly from the Cayman Islands. Mm-hmm. How some per, some percentage of that, uh, and I think it's probably more than ten percent came from John Mellencamp. I'd be. Yeah. I think it's safe to say. Yeah. So so he's out at this point. Well, who's in? Well, hard to say Brett because Brett <laughs> Yes. I took a class <laughs> with Brett Busher. Did I ever tell you that? I was in a yeah. I was in a sports management class with Brett Busher. All right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who's in. Hey, are you and Brett Busher? Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know who's in because uh, the NCAA tournament is going on, so it's kind of a kind of an open-ended question at this point on who's gonna who's gonna be the next coach. Which well, actually, Pete Buttigieg from Pete Buttigieg from but- Butler is not leaving the Boston Celtics, correct? No, no. From he what had, I'm hearing, he had the, he had the chance to do that once already and, and declined. So, yeah. no, he's he's not going to do that again. Uh, when they hired Tom Crean, they gave that phone call, they made that phone call. And, uh, oh, really? He didn't pick oh. up the phone. Yep. Yep. Huh. It's funny because, uh, you know, looking back at 20, you know, 20, was it, 17 when, when Archie Miller was hired, uh, everybody thought this was like a slam dunk. Archie Miller was, was at, at Dayton for six seasons. He had a 139 and 63 record. He went to four straight uh, NCAA tournaments went to the Elite Eight once with Dayton. And then he got the yips. And then he got oh, the well, yips. Dayton, yeah. Dayton ain't in the Big Ten. No, but. I don't actually know if he got the yips. I, I don't know anything about this guy, and I don't fully understand the concept of yips, but <laughs> it could be. Yeah. You don't strike me as somebody that would ever get the, rip, the yips, Rowdy. Nah, you got not a, a chance. You got a pretty strong constitution. The one year that Archie Miller had a chance, uh, and maybe would have even like extended his his time in Indiana was last year when the tournament was canceled. They were sitting at twenty at tw- twenty and twelve. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, they were they were they had a losing record in the Big Ten, but they had a chance. You know, t- I think there's two, three teams this year who have a mid major uh, uh, major. Uh, conference losing record that are in the tournament, so it's possible. Or I think they could have made it. Yeah. yeah, below 500 for the conference, and they. Yeah. So so he could have made it last year, and maybe would have would have. Uh, probably won it all. Pro- probably. Oh, definitely, without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Who who's in? I don't know. 
Uh, I've heard some names, but but nothing nothing as of yet. Any good? Any juicy ones? Uh, I have some juicy ones, but you know I'm holding back because that that if you want we can segue into the other basketball talk. There's another. Oh, what's right. that? What big basketball. Well, there's a. The, I don't know if you guys heard, but the NCAA men's basketball tournament is is set to kick off right here in Indiana. Uh, all of the games are going to be played this year. Yeah, so I, I'm pretty excited. You know, here's the thing. Uh, if I'm being honest, even though we call this a sports uh, podcast, we don't often talk about sports. <laughs> First, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But every once in a while, like, I just kind of really want to talk about sports. And I think when this actually happens, uh, we probably lose listenership. But you know what? I don't care. I don't There's care. There's no way to know that, so <laughs> no, it doesn't it's un- matter. It's unknowable. It's in the ether. Right. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, the, uh, it's like science. It's, yeah. It's the unknown magic. It uh, is the unknown magic. <laughs> But this is one of those times. Like, I love March. I love the tournament. I just want to talk about sports. And so what I did was I put together, in honor of the 68 teams that made the tournament this year, 68, <laughs> 68 <laughs> turdy trivia fun facts. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, this is a rowdy segment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Buckle up. Uh, thanks for doing this work. Yes. I'm ex- should we get going? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so... I mean, we got 42 minutes. This is going to get real. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh, Some of them will be short, some will be long, but uh, you... For some of these, you can help me tell me... You can help tell me when we've gotten to the point where it's like, all right, that's that's enough of a fact. We can move on. Number one, this is the 82nd NCAA tournament. So we... 82. Yeah. Yep. The 82nd tournament. This is episode 182. Exactly. So we have actually Boom. had more episodes than there are tournaments. Think about that. Longevity. Mind blown. 36 programs have won a national title since 1939 when the first tournament uh, was played. And Oregon won that national championship. So I'm going to count that as just one. That's two. We've got two so far. But all four, all four of those teams that were in that first Final Four are also in this tournament. Ohio State was the runner-up, which, that, like, the, you know, that, if you remember back when the tournament started for football, the final was Ohio State-Oregon, which everybody said, oh, this is a throwback to 1939. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there, but that's what they said. Ohio State, mm-hmm. Villanova, and Oklahoma was the final oh, four in sooners. 1939, and all four of those teams are in the tournament this year. Well... Yeah. So in 1985, that's so that's that we'll we'll call that three. In 1985, this is when the uh, field expanded. Uh, there have been no double digit. Or sorry, in 1985, when the field expanded, a double digit seed has made it to the Sweet 16 in 33 of those 35 tournaments, and it's been 12 straight years that's that, that's happened. So the last time a double-digit seed hasn't made the Final Four it was 2007. thought that was kind of interesting. 2007. I remember 2007. Mm-hmm. This year, all of the games are going to be played in Indiana. So things kind of changed this year because of that. We're going to be playing. There's going to be two. Uh, I'm marking down two how in many. Indy. 
two in Indy, right? Two, two at Lucas Oil Stadium, one at Banker's Life Fieldhouse, one at Hinkle Fieldhouse, one at... Oh, they the, are doing Banker's Life. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, one, at Hink, yeah. uh, one at Hinkle, one at the uh, the fairgrounds. You're going to oh, Mackey yeah, Arena Pe- for <coughs> Purdue. Excuse me, Pepsi Coliseum. Well, it's uh, I think it's... Um, Janet Jackson stage at Pepsi Coliseum? <laughs> yes. El- or Elvis no, what Presley. What was it? Sugar, Sugar Creek stage? What was the one, the band where it collapsed? Sugar Creek? Uh... Ante, Lady Antebellum? Lady Antebellum. I mean, they Is should that have right? caught that. I mean, hey. Yeah, Naptown canceled. had their number 15 years ago trying to. Canceled. Yeah. Uh, and Mackey Arena at Purdue and uh, the Assembly Hall at Indiana. So that's where all the games are going to play this year. Because and of the that, basketball stadium in Muncie. No, no, not at all. M- Muncie Delta. No, no. All of the... Huh. <laughs> all of... All of the 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 brackets, the the regions will still be called East, West, Midwest, and South, but they actually have names for some of the courts this year. The court, uh, the courts in Lucas Oil Stadium will be called the Unity Court and the Equality Court. Oh God! <laughs> Let that sink in for a second. Yeah, love now. Because uh, this is number it's gonna eight, look like the Alamo Dome with the big ass curtains. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably if they're gonna cut it in half. Do you remember Indiana, Kentucky used to play there every yep. year at the at the Hoosier yep. Dome, and they do the same thing where they they yep. cut half of it off with a big curtain, and then they mm-hmm. build up the the stands on one side, and it just looked like it would go straight up. Yeah, but yeah, half the place was empty. So because they did it differently this year and there was no um, geography involved in seeding these teams, they did something this year called the S-curve. So uh, they just kind of, they seeded the teams just based on this where you would go uh, four one direction and then four back the other way. So one plays 60, the winner of the 67-60, basically like a snake draft. So the, the worst, the best team plays the worst team and on down the line. Um, with no no uh, consideration about whether or not they they were in a certain region, so that's a little different this year. Number ten, this year. Oh, we're only at ten. Yeah, this year there's something different. Uh, okay. In, instead of thirty thirty uh, six at large teams, there's thirty seven, and thirty one automatic qualifiers in thirty instead of thirty two because. The Ivy League has decided not to send a team this year, so that's too busy that's studying. It's too yeah, busy, it. too busy not getting the virus. Uh, number eleven, Gonzaga is the fifth team to enter the bracket since since uh, nineteen seventy six as undefeated. Uh, no team has has finished the season undefeated since nineteen seventy six, and Gonzaga has a chance to do that this year. Another thing, uh, number 12, interesting about this year, the South and all South and Midwest games are Friday, and all West and East games are on Saturday. Normally what happens is there's pods. So they kind of mix up the teams, and you would play two games in the same in the same arena. They're not doing that this year. It's all mixed up. Yep. See, the men's, the men's missed on this. I, I, uh, I forget what the, all the... The different brackets were called, but in the women's tournament in San Antonio, 
They named all the directional brackets after sections of San Antonio. Yep. That's River what they should have done for yep. Indiana, man. Absolutely. Yep. I, I yeah, totally agree. That's, that's lame. And Well, they played everything in San Antonio, where here they're playing in Indianapolis and surrounding areas. So yeah, it's a which little makes different. it even easier. Yeah. Yep. Number 13, Duke is out of the tournament for the first time since 1995. Now, they won the you tournament in 1991. Yeah, Coach K. Yep. Uh, Kentucky is out of the tur- tournament this year. The last time they missed it was in 2013. Uh, I'm not going to count that as one of the fast facts there. Just Rowdy, so you know. just so you know, that's two less blue teams when you go to fill out your bracket. Uh-oh. That are okay, I probably won't, but that's good to know for yeah. someone out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, number 14, half. Oh, uh, we're sure that we sure was it sixty four, sixty eight, yeah, we got sixty eight. This uh, right, fourteen. Are, we on, are you he's on sixty eight of these? Nope, nope. Okay. I'm on fourteen. Right. Half of the top one seeds and half of the top two seeds are from the B one G, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, pretty impressive. Uh, I this was one of my favorite number fifteen. I had it circled from the beginning. Number fifteen, three of the four one seeds have never won a national championship. Gonzaga, Baylor, and Illinois have never won a national championship, and they're all ranked uh, or they're they're all one seeds this year. Who's the other one seed? Michigan. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep, they did. They won it last in nineteen eighty nine. They actually played for a national championship, I believe, in twenty eighteen, uh, when they lost to. Chris Webber's Virginia. timeout. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. That was 91. <laughs> it was a great year. Yeah. Uh, number 15, there are 16 teams that have zero wins over tournament teams this year. 16 teams that have zero wins. And number 16. Wow. Grand Canyon University, which we'll get into a little later in this countdown when we, when we start breaking down each Region, but Grand Canyon University and Hartford University are making their first appearance in the tournament ever. That's because Grand Canyon University is like five years old or something, isn't it? <laughs> Ten years old? Well, they've only been uh, a Division One school officially since 2017. They joined the the WAC in 2013, I believe. Oh, they're in the WAC. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. We can get it. We'll get into this a little later. Is that Thunder Grand Dan Can- Marley's team? Not anymore. It's uh, okay. Bryce Drew's team, brother okay. of Scott Drew, coach at Baylor University. The guy behind the mm. shot at Valpo, Bryce Drew, he coaches at GCU right now. Oh, okay. Grand Canyon University making their first appearance because up until recently, uh, they were a for-profit university. And, uh, of course, that that's didn't... What I, that's what I was thinking there, University yeah. of Phoenix. Arizona loves those degree mills. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, this was at, Grand Canyon University was a small liberal arts university before it was purchased by a larger for-profit education company. Mm. After a period of time, and That's I believe a combo it, you want education company. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> up, it makes it makes total sense, especially for-profit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're here to educate, but also like make money. Take your money. Take your money. Yeah, um, those. Yeah. And there's no conflict of interest there in either one K of those K through 12, things. sure. But sure. look out, sucker. Yeah. Because we're coming now. Uh, <laughs> they started as not-for-profit, were purchased, and then um, when they realized that how much money they were going to have to pay in uh, 
real estate taxes and property taxes, they tried to then reinstate their not-for-profit status, which they were able to do. Mm. The chancellor of the school is also the CEO of the for-profit wing of the company. So the not- was also Sheriff Joe Arpaio. <laughs> yes, that's right. All the same person, yeah. Glendale is Phoenix. Anything that yeah. happens in Arizona, it's all the same person. It happens in all the same place. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Number 17, number five seeds are the only seed in the top eight yet to win a championship. There's only been five, there's only been three five seeds to ever reach the title game, Butler, Indiana, and Florida, and all lost to number one seeds. So I thought that was kind of interesting. No five seed has ever won the tournament. I should be writing this down so I know how to do my bracket. Uh, yeah, I don't think this is going to help. <laughs> Uh, Number 18 22 of the 25 preseason Top 25 teams are in The ones uh, That are not in are Duke Arizona State and I actually forgot the last one I didn't write it down surprisingly 22 Uh, of the top 25 are in the tourney Yeah 22 of the top 25 are in the tournament Yeah Thought that was a, For some reason, I feel like NCAA men's basketball committee is better than the football committee for multiple reasons. Possibly. Hmm. Arizona State, Duke, and... Uh, Kansas. Nope, Kansas got in. So it was 23 of the 25, I guess. I, mi- I miscounted. Kansas got in, but then they got ill, correct? So they're out. They're ill, but uh, from what I've heard, they're still they're still in. But they could mm-hmm. they they could not play. Let's we hope don't so. know yet. Uh, you want me to keep going? We can break it down here. We can go into the brackets. Do you uh, have any visual in- aids in this presentation? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no, not at all. In the West. We'll break it. We'll go. So at this point. So, oh, are we going into like regions or something? Yeah, here? we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna okay. start going so into in the, the West, regions. So in the West, you got any in- info on Utah State? Uh, because I do. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you jump so, in there, buddy. Uh, Marco Anthony, who uh, is a is a Utah State player, he is number forty four, and the reason is because of the Wendy's. Four for four dollar deal, <laughs> dude. I like this guy already. Now, it's if a, you're not it's familiar, it's an inferior chicken sandwich, but I like the vibe. So you get so with this, you get a one dollar. It's a it's a one dollar entree, and you pair it with a four piece chicken nugget, small fries, and a drink for four dollars. Um, and so he was asked if he was kidding. He's like, "How could I make something like that up?" <laughs> so is a is a uh, Wendy's. Junior single, an entree. I would think Is so. Hamburgers and the entree. Yeah, I would assume so. And then, so nuggets are nuggets are just always sides at Wendy's. I, I mean, I think they're taking the, uh, yeah, they're taking the cookout approach, where nuggets, <laughs> nuggets, okay. nuggets okay. and corn dogs are sides. Yeah. Hey, I'm down with that. Number nineteen. Gonzaga is your overall number one seed. In this side of the bracket, Gonzaga has already beaten Kansas, three seed, Virginia, the four seed, and Iowa, the two seed, all by double digits. 
That's going to be Ooh, number yeah. 20 right there. Number 21, first team. They're the first team to go undefeated into the tournament since 2014, which was, uh, I believe, the Wichita State Shockers. The Shockers. Mm-hmm. Shocker smart. Yep. Also, also in this bracket, Missouri, 22, has already beaten number one, Illinois, Oregon, number three, Arkansas, and number two, Alabama this season. So they're going, they're, they're coming in as a Tigers. seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Against Oklahoma is currently one and five in the past six games with their one win coming against a two win Illinois, uh, Iowa State team that's just right, fired their coach. That Definitely so picking Mizzou. Mizzou's a good pick. I would say Mizzou's, Mizzou's a good pick. They're, they're up and down, but if you want a team to get hot and be able to, to run up the score, that's going to be who you want. Now, they will have to go against Gonzaga in the, Gonzaga in the, the second round, but could be. Could yeah, be I'll make that there. decision later. <laughs> Is that how you fill out your bracket? Yeah, first round's first, then second round, then third round, then fourth, then the title. Are we doing a bracket this year? Yeah, I got we... it set up. It's on okay. CBS Sports. The link will be in the description of the pod, or you can just search sports, sports, sports with all the appropriate punks- punctuation on um, CBS. And the password, one word, Roll Tide, capital R, capital T. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> oh, that's just fantastic. I obviously had nothing to do with that. <laughs> uh, Missouri is also number 23, is 4-2 against the top 25, and has the fourth highest strength of schedule in the NCAA, according I'm to CBS like Sports. I feel like Snoop's high on them cats out there in... Uh... Where is Missouri? Um, Columbia. Columbia, yeah. Yeah. Columbia. Yeah, I think you always got to pick a team that has a uh, high variance, you know? It just means uh, more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely for SEC basketball. That's what every ta- everybody talks about. <laughs> now the Kentucky's out. Everybody's like, just means more. Yeah. Just means more. Uh, UCSB is your big West champ this year, uh, and they are going against Creighton, which has had three quad three losses. Now, if you're familiar with the net score, that'll mean something to you. All the team, uh, we're going to get to Kim Palm because those quad, those three losses have all come from teams that are ranked 70th or below in Ken Palm. Yeah. Creighton sucks. They lost to a 12 and 12, uh, Georgetown. They did. They got hammered by a 12 and 12 Georgetown. Yeah, they, they lost, really did. They lost by 26 points to that to that uh, Patrick Ewing led Georgetown team. UCSB is ranked 69th in Ken Palm right now. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Jason Preston, player for Ohio's pro talent, leads the NCAA in assists per game at 7.3. Ohio is going up against Virginia. Uh, talking Maction? I am talking Maction. That's a nice. 413 matchup. Here's number 25 for you. The 13 team has a 21% chance of winning based on historical uh, records. So the 13 team is 29 and 111 against the number four seed. What about non-historical records? That's the only records we have are historical. <laughs> we, don't have, we're, we don't have future history. 
Yeah. Or do we? We uh, haven't learned how to someone, fold time some, onto itself yet. Yeah, yeah, I know someone who does. We'll get to that in a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who is that? We oh, can do you it now. Jump into it. Sure. Jump into all it. All right, buddy. Well, first of all, um, this is a man who predicted the future. Uh, oh, yes, yes. Ages ago, we 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 reported on this, um, and that man is Jose Canseco. Oh no! Uh, what happened yes. to Jose? Well, oh, Jose. it's not what happened and to I'm Jose. Mark. It's what it's 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 what <laughs> Jose it's what Jose predicted. Um, Jose. Uh, he he predicted uh, back in March of 2019 that uh, Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez, who that same month got engaged, uh, that Alex Rodriguez was cheating on Jennifer Lopez. Um, he Damn. said, uh, watching World of Dance, watching J-Lo text Alex Rodriguez, little does she know that he is cheating on her with my ex-wife, Jessica Poor girl, she has no idea who he really is. I was there, I'm assuming at Jessica's, a few months back with her when he called her on her phone. I'm willing to take a polygraph to prove that what I'm saying about Alex Rodriguez is 100% accurate. Well, guess what? Uh, Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez just uh, broke up and called off their two-year engagement. Damn, I didn't yeah. know that that Alex was stepping out on J Lo with Jose's ex wife. I didn't know well, that. Well, uh, among among many, apparently, Ooh. because there there were also rumors that uh, he was uh, cheating on uh, the the thing that may have blown up the whole thing was the rumor that he was cheating with a woman who's on some show called Southern Charm. Ooh, oh, where, yes. what channel is that? That sounds like I don't I don't know. I think it's some, that's TLC. It's a reality show, but um, there and they were like uh, friends of Alex Rodriguez were like, oh no, he doesn't know her. He's never met her. Blah 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 blah. Um, but this is like Tiger Woo and Perkins uh, all over again. One of mm-hmm. her co-stars came out and said, actually, uh, sh- Alex Rodriguez made her sign an NDA about their texts and uh, FaceTimes. Damn. Which seems like an odd thing to do if there's nothing suspicious going on, um, but so it's probably a good thing. I, I forgot about this till I uh, started reading this article. Um, it's probably a good thing that uh, J Lo and A Rod uh, did not end up buying the Mets together. Mm. They lost oh, out. Oh yeah. On that deal, yeah. That's that true. could have been a that sticky situation. But they did uh, but, buy one of those apartments in the ugly ass. Tiny, tall building in New York. Oh, that they needle really, thing, those looking super thing. skinny skyscrapers. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, look at the uh, looking back at, at if if you want to know about the future, you you look at at Jose Canseco's uh, timeline doubt. on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so on the twelfth of this month, when this uh, J Lo story came out. He just he tweeted the article and just wrote no surprise, <laughs> and then the next thing he did was retweeted a post that he made in January that said a- Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez will go their separate ways this year, and Alex Rodriguez will hook up with a fitness model. Wow! Um, he, Damn. He, then he so after he retweeted this this prediction he made in January, he went on to say Alex Rodriguez is the most predictable person on this planet. Well. J-Lo and A-Rod broke up. Well, I wonder who told you, so the truth hurts. <laughs> By the way, the truth hurts is his no. podcast, which he may or may not be doing. 
Uh, uh, next girl you see with A-Rod will be a 25 to 30-year-old hot fitness model. The truth hurts. So, how is, who's hurt? First off, who's that hurting? How's, uh, that, a, how's that a slam? I mean, it's, that's, that's kind of his, that's kind of Jose Canseco's slogan. I think it's oh, okay. like a book, documentary, podcast. Well, that, he was all, always yeah. tweeting at J-Lo trying to tell her what was going on so he yep. knows that his information is going to hurt J-Lo. Well, now he's tweeting at her and he says, hey, Jennifer Lopez, by the way, I am single and I can be faithful. Jennifer well, Lopez, need a man that will be by your side 24-7 who is older than you are and is broke? I fit that category perfectly. I'm your man. I guarantee you that Alex Rodriguez will be will be tried to I'm guess tr- will be trying to get a hold of my ex-wife Jessica very soon if he has not done it by now. Okay. Jennifer Lopez, I would fight for you, but I have two torn shoulders and a bad knee from my last fight. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, and Jose. and all of the, all the cream hard. and the clear. All the juice. Mm-hmm. So I have three things mm-hmm. to say about this. One, moving yes. into the South region, Baylor is your number one seed. Uh, and uh, they're playing Hartford, which is uh, making their tourney debut after winning the America East. So that's number 30 in your list of, of 68 uh, tourney fun facts. I just feel bad for Morgan. So, yeah, that's, you mentioned that. What that is, was, well, is, hold on. Now, now hold on. Oh, this yeah? is the second thing. I think that he missed, there's a missed opportunity. Instead of calling himself the truth hurts, which feels like something that Frank Thomas would do, I think what you yeah, should have gone with good. is, is a bash of honesty, which is uh, a play on a dash of, of honesty, and he was one part of the Bash Brothers. So I think it's a missed opportunity mm. there. Truth Hurts doesn't work for me. Three, what happened to Morgan? Yeah. Ah, yes, Morgan. Call me Morgan. So if you, if you uh, have not listened to uh, some of our previous episodes about Jose Canseco. She was a friend of yours, uh, Rowdy. Yeah, she's yeah, your so buddy. Morgan, Morgan is the person who, uh, pretty much any time there's a squat a sighting, where, where, UFO where, landing, uh, you know, hey, I'm interested in if you're interested in buying blah 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 blah. If you're interested in getting in my RV to go find aliens, contact Morgan Management. It, this is how it always it was always Morgan Management. It's like, well, what's Morgan Management? Well, it turned out Morgan Morgan Management was actually a person named Morgan. And that person was also his girlfriend, mm. Morgan, mm. Uh, whose phone number is 702-374-3735. Um, but that, well, hold on. that may be a company number. We don't know that that's still going to work. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But that, we've that's lost, how we have we've, we've, we've completely lost contact with Morgan at this point. Yeah, I'm assuming that Morgan is out of the picture. I, I, first of all, I, I checked out her Instagram no photos of her and Jose. Mm, what about her and Mark? So, uh, and I'm no, Mark. no photos of no, yeah, no photos. I mean, that's how, that's how A Rod could really get at uh, Jose Canseco is uh, go after start, Morgan. Start, start tweeting. Uh, you know, um, contact Morgan mm. Management at seven zero two three seven four three seven three five. So yeah, I I don't know I don't I don't know what happened uh, Morgan uh, friend of the show reach out let us know what's going maybe on maybe and yeah um, quarantine's tough on relationships yeah mm-hmm. I I've, it's been a while since I texted her so I, I don't know I need to check in and see how she's yeah. doing yeah um, but I mean the if thing she's... is though if if it didn't work out 
It's not like Jose didn't see it coming. It's true. Um, because he, Why did he, he write says, about this? Well, no, he says, uh, by the way, I am not a witch. I am a warlock. I live on a different plane than most of you. I mm. understand science as well as supernatural. Everything I have predicted <laughs> has come out to be 100% accurate. I have time traveled into the future only once. Species uh -huh. will survive. I can also tell you the value of Bitcoin in three years. Mm. Aliens find us to be a minimal threat because we have not learned how to time travel by folding time. Good morning to everyone, especially Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> I've said, wow. Yeah. Uh, Remember when he wished everyone happy Easter except for Alex, Rod Alex Rodriguez? <laughs> 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 uh, he, knew that. Everyone, he knew that except for Alec, Alex Rodriguez yeah. uh, one, he, one other piece of evidence oh sorry go ahead Matt what, what, he, what did you have uh, didn't they fold time in Event Horizon the movie Event Horizon that didn't oh, seem to work man, out too well for yeah, that I think, been a uh, yeah that didn't work out well yeah they folded time right into hell is that so. movie scary right into hell yeah uh, yes I mean, it's I gory. It's, it's creepy. I, I, I can't yeah. remember it very well. I'll have to go back and watch it. Yeah. Number 31, Wisconsin, opened the season at 7 in the AP. UNC, 16. They're actually in an 8-9 tilt in Mackey Arena, where 32, Wisconsin, is 4 and 47 lifetime in Mackey Arena. All right, so not Wisconsin. Got it. <laughs> yep. You want me to keep going? 33? Colin no, Villanova has not won since Colin Gillespie, their lead scorer, has been hurt. They're 0-2. Oh, yeah, Nova's out. One of those one of those is to the 10-12 and 12 Georgetown team. They were 10-12 and 12 at the time, Georgetown team. So Villanova and Winthrop is, is a 5-12 game. 5-12 uh, games are, are consistently some of the uh, most hotly contested. The 12 seed is actually 50 and 90 historically. Those are historical records, Reed. Mm -hmm. uh, have won 36% of those games. So, so if you were going to pick Nova a 5 Winthrop? Winthrop, who has only lost once going into the tournament, but has Ooh. played zero teams that are currently in the tournament. Can only beat who's on your schedule. Yeah, you can only beat who's on your schedule. Yep, that's true. You know, I feel bad for Jose uh, having all this power, but only using it to open car washes in Las Vegas kind of seems like a miss. It is a it? great responsibility, but yeah, how this is manifesting itself <laughs> seems like it's a little poor, very poor. It's a little it's a little specific, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, he, know, I know the price of Bitcoin <laughs> yeah. and that Alex Rodriguez a serial cheater is going to cheat on his fiance. But yet your pickup line to JLo is, are you looking for a broke man with two blowed out shoulders, a bad back and a history of juicing? Yeah. Do you want to take care of me? Yeah. <laughs> Just let me sit in that needle skyscraper in Manhattan, that $56 million yeah. apartment. I'll take care of yeah. it. No problem. I don't now, if having, they would have having neighbors from the United Arab Emirates, <laughs> oh yeah, or just empty, just empty. They're yeah, that's there. true. <laughs> now, was his play at one point it, uh, reconnecting with J Lo because they were buying the Mets, and obviously, the Mets have done Bobby Bonilla right, and will continue to do Bobby Bonilla right yeah. until twenty thirty six. 
so he's like, I want to, I got to get on this Bobby Bonilla train. Like, do you think it's, do you think that was the play for a period of time? But now he's like, he's so deep into it that he's, he's really trying to get JLo back. There's just a lot of moving parts here. uh, Yeah. I don't know. There is. There is. I don't know. It's going to be, but I'm going to watch because it's clear he's a soothsayer. Yep. Right. Keep an eye on that Twitter feed. His 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 uh his line or moniker should be no way Jose because people don't believe that he knows the future. Oh. That's what his podcast should have been. Yeah, no way. It should have been yes. No, yes it should have been yes way. Jose. Yes way. Yes way. Yes Jose. way. Jose. Oh yeah. man! See what a miss. Jose, call us. You don't need Morgan. You need sports. Yeah. Sports. Sports. Yeah. Well, we yeah. Don't, we don't have to wait for him to call us. We can email him. And don't even yeah, worry about it. Because None of us wash our cars, so we're not in it for that. <laughs> no. So his not. his his latest tweet is: I am in the market to purchase a Weimaraner puppy. Does anyone know where I can get a good deal on one? Please email me at jcanseco151 at gmail.com. <laughs> hmm. So, hmm. sorry, Morgan, I'm deleting your, yeah. your phone number, and I'm putting in Jose's email address. We got the direct line to the man now. I bet we could get him on the show. Huh. Number 35. Uh, Purdue is ranked 23rd in both offensive and defensive efficiency on Kempom. They face a 36 North Texas team, the Mean Green. The Mean Green. Uh, Yeah, coming in with four losses to uh, quad three teams, which is the highest number of quad four losses of any team in the tournament. Random side note, if you're interested in doing environmental history... You don't think these... Wait, hold on. You don't think these are random enough? (laughs) But a side note... You want to go more random? If you want to do environmental history or environmental philosophy, go to North Texas. Mm. 36, Arkansas, Colgate are both ranked in... Arkansas and Colgate are both ranked within the top 25 in tempo. Where's Crest? Uh, Uh... for uh, in Ken Palm, no, not in Crest on this one. Uh, the Raiders, they're actually the Colgate Raiders. Fun fact, uh, at Colgate, shouldn't they be the Tartars? They, I thought these were all fun facts. Yeah. There, this one's this one's a, a special thirty-seven fun fact. Uh, Colgate has a tradition that thirteen holds a special place in, in all Raiders' hearts. Uh, they were actually ranked fourteenth this year, so on. Are seated 14 this year, so unfortunately they don't get the the lucky 13 bump. However, they are ranked 37th. They are ranked uh, in the top 10 of the net right now, and they're also coming in with uh, one loss, but have played zero teams inside the tournament this year. Hmm, not a good mm. look. Yeah, not yeah, a good look. Yeah. Yep, 30, hey, 38, Virginia Tech uh, coming in at number 10 against number 7, Florida. They have not played since March 11th, and they've only played three times in the past six weeks. One of those was a blowout against Miami. I believe it was Miami. The Canes. And 39, Virginia Tech has beaten Villanova. It was a three-seed, Virginia, and Clemson uh, all this year. I'm sorry, Villanova's a five-seed. I don't know why I wrote three. Villanova, Virginia, and Clemson all this year. Hokey they were all time. ranked in the top 25. Yep, at the time. Yep. I like this. Virginia so, Tech. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like I like Virginia Tech. I think for the uh for the 710, I'd pick Virginia Tech. 
they have an opportunity there. Uh, I think their coach uh, is the former coach of Wofford, oh. uh, which two years ago, three years ago, uh, was, a, team. was a very turning team. Yep, yep. Uh, with all this useful uh, 40. information, I might actually improve my record-setting bracket. What was I, 20-something in the nation with Butler mm, yeah, in you the were... Final Four or mm-hmm. in the final game? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think out of this bracket, uh, uh, out of this side of the bracket, the South, Baylor and uh, future head coach of IU, Scott Drew, might be uh, (laughs) the consensus pick. I I don't see it. I got Purdue. Um, Yeah, I've got Purdue coming out of this side. uh, I'm just saying Drew coming to Bloomington. Interesting. Yeah, he's got a lot of Indiana connections, so it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I do have Purdue coming out of this side, but uh, 41, uh, no team that's ever lost its first round, first game in the conference tournament has ever won a national championship. So that puts Purdue, uh, that puts Purdue uh, on notice because they did lose their first round game against uh, Ohio State in overtime. You're on notice. Yep. Yep. Uh, interestingly enough, Colgate, uh, also 42, has its highest seed in school history at 14. And Arkansas, 43, hasn't made its uh, Sweet 16 since 1996. Oh, oh you're going to like this. Ra- yeah. Reed, this is, this is your game. I think of all the games, you, you definitely want to tune in Friday okay. at 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Ohio State Oral Roberts. Oh, uh, Al Qaeda yeah. game. Yes. Yeah, Oral Roberts, 44, still one of the few uh, colleges in the nation that requires a swim test to graduate. <laughs> That's right. You have to be able to swim to graduate. Why do you need yeah. to swim yeah. when you should be walking on water? Water. Yeah, that, yes. That is an excellent point, sir. Yes. Oral yes, Roberts they require... versus the poison nuts. Oh, my God. This is, yeah. this might be a portal. This this Rowdy, they have oh man they have a fitness test where you are uh, you, I, like the V sit you have reach. to be able to pass V sit reach I couldn't pass yeah. a swimming test I, I I don't think at any point in my life I could have passed a swimming test when yeah. I used to go to Boy Scout camp I was like oh man these are some there's some cool water activities like there's like sailboating and you know wait you guess I'll, you guess I'll go with the way you smoke guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guess, uh, guess I'll do anything else because I'm yeah. not going to pass that swimming test. You never learned how to swim. Archery, it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did archery one year. Did horses another year. Leathercraft. Leathercraft was uh, dope. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, never, never, never passed the swim test. Well, never. What did the swim test consist of? Which uh, swim you had test? To, you had to like swim. There, you had to swim out along a dock. Swim across. They had the like. It was in Lake Monroe, down in Southern Indiana. And uh, you had to swim, swim out along a dock, and then you had to swim across uh, the little like floaty barrier. Yeah, buoy line. things. Swim, swim that, and then swim back to the beach. And I was like, no, that's just not gonna be able to do that. <laughs> not gonna, not gonna happen here. I think I tried it once, and then every year after that, I was like, I'll just go down with people when. They do the swim test, but I'm just going to hang out. There you go. I'm cool. I'm cool. 
They were like, are you going to take your shirt off? That reminds yeah. me uh, of, that's that reminds me of the swim test in high school where I remember being in swimming class and the scuttlebutt was if you swim with your head up you'll be put in intermediate swimming and you have to you'll ha- you won't have to swim 10 extra laps because in expert swimming you had to do 10 extra laps every day so a bunch of us got together that knew how to swim, and we just swam a length of the pool with our head out of the water, so they put us all in intermediate swimming so we didn't have to swim as much. <laughs> yeah. It's a good move. And then when we had relays, we're just housing people, just smoking them. <laughs> <laughs> we're going off the high dive. We're doing all kinds of stuff, but nope, got to keep that head out of the water when you're swimming. <laughs> well, I'll tell you who else is a pretty good swimmer. Max Abmus from Oral Roberts, he is uh, leading the nation in uh, average points per game at 24.2. Jesus on so his that's side. Number... <laughs> that's right. Yes. Uh, yep. So you guys want to move to the Midwest? That's Jesus All right, let's out do there it. shooting. Jesus, take the wheel. Yep. Illinois is your number one seed in the Midwest. Fun fact about the these games, they're all going to uh, take place on... Uh, Friday as well. Uh, the Midwest bracket has eight teams, eight, eight that of the sixteen that have orange as one of their uh, team colors. Oh, heavy orange, which is the first time uh, there's been eight or more teams with orange as their uh, team colors ever in the history of the tournament. That actually isn't true, but it feels right. So I'm, I'm just going to go with it. I've never seen so many orange teams. And, and the fact that half of this, uh, this region is orange, I mean, it's probably a record, right? It's probably a record. It I'm going to say it's a record. Be. Yeah. One of those teams is Loyola Chicago, uh, who, is, who last time we saw them, uh, they were in the Final Four playing against Michigan. Uh, now, if you know much about Loyola Chicago, they are ranked in the top 10 of Kemp home. That's, that's another fun fact for you. And they are, um, they are led by future IU coach uh, Porter Moser. Oh, another future coach. Okay. Oh, definitely. Okay. Uh, and he's going against Georgia Tech, which is the ACC champion this year. Um, they beat Florida State. Their coach. Oh yeah, I watched uh, that game. Yeah, their coach wears a. The, he doesn't wear a mask. He wears one of those like visors. Yeah, that thing's weird. Where are we at with the visors? No, I'm a are no. They good? I'm they a bad? no on any. You're a no. Any kind of visor, Kirby Smart visor, golf visor, um, uh, Rowdy's boy Andy Reid cheeseburger visor. I'm out on all visors. <laughs> I think that that visor definitely lets a cheeseburger through. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why he wore it. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, what else we got here in the Midwest rack bracket? Loyola Chicago is uh, ranked nine in Ken Palm. Said that already. And and the eight teams above them in Ken Palm are seated at one or two. Mm. And they're currently first in defensive efficiency. Number two is Alabama, Reed, just so you know. Mm, roll that's, tight. And they made the Final Four in 2018. 
and Cameron Crutwig, who led the team in scoring in that game against Michigan in 2018 in the Final Four, may be their first All-American since 1985. So at this point, we're up to 50, guys. 50 facts about the tournament. Wow. <laughs> wow. And they're playing against the ACC champs, Georgia Tech, who, who are making their first appearance since 2010. Yellow Jackets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't... So I didn't count Georgia Tech in my orange count. I think they're more... They're gold. No, they're yellow gold, or right? gold, yeah. Yeah, they're yellow, not orange. Yeah, they're yellow jackets. Yeah. That makes sense. So what are in the orange bracket, teams? Illinois, Clemson, Loyola... Uh, Illinois... I have Illinois, Loyola, Tennessee, Oregon State, Oklahoma State, Syracuse, Moorhead State, Clemson, and that's it. Wow. Yeah. All very similar yeah. oranges, too. Yeah. Well, uh, how much orange is there? Mm, there, Dude, there's a lot of orange. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you say so. <laughs> Oklahoma State is ranked fourth in this bracket. They have beat every single other... Uh, three seed in this tournament and somehow they're ranked fourth they go against the Liberty Libertarians what are the Liberty uh, Flames. Uh, Flames that's right I couldn't Kindle I couldn't Flame. remember what they were yeah and have uh, kind of the, ironic that they're the Flames <laughs> it is it is yeah they've got a fire they've got a fire for Jesus they can't put it out it's not their fault. Mm-mm, no, they were born that hide way. it under a bushel. No, <laughs> I think that's actually I think that's actually their fight song. <laughs> this little light of mine. Yeah, this is their fight song. That would be cool. It's, I'm gonna say that's it's a certainly fact. not red, <laughs> yellow, black, and white. That's for no, sure. No, <laughs> no. Uh, Fifty-two. Kate Cunningham plays for Oklahoma State. He's the projected number one overall pick. Like I said, Oklahoma State has already beat every other three seed in this tournament, so they're a little they're a little underrated uh, coming in. So Reed, if you're making out your bracket there, might want to go ahead and pencil in Oklahoma State. Underrated. Got it. Okie State. Uh, Rutgers is in this uh, side of the bracket. They're 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 in their first. Uh, they have their first appearance at the tournament in 30 years. Uh, Damn. And this is my favorite fact uh, of this side of the bracket. Number 55. Here we go. Uh, Yeah, it is number 55. Ironically, Jim Beheim is the coach of Syracuse. His leading scorer on the team is one. Jim Beheim, 76 years old. His leading scorer on the team is Buddy Beheim. His son, who's 21 years old. Whoa. There is a fi- Jimmy There is a 55-year 50, <coughs> age difference in those two. Damn. Jim Beheim was 55 years old when he had a newborn baby. Now, I hear that, Rowdy, your father. I hear that. And I'm like, that sounds exhausting. No, hell no. He didn't, he didn't do a damn thing. He's on the road coaching ball. He's on the road recruiting. He's yeah. not doing a damn thing. That's yep. the way to do it, Jim. Second, second favorite fact of this uh, side of the bracket is uh, Friday, 7.15 p.m. Houston. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. Yep. Houston, the Cougs are going to play Cleveland State. I want to talk to Samson. 
a, Take me to yeah, the moon. Kelvin Sampson <laughs> is is going back to Assembly Hall. This is at and this is going to be in Bloomington. This is the first game back for Kelvin Sampson, uh, future IU coach Kelvin Sampson. Oh. Uh, that's yeah. It's a reboot. No, I, it's a yeah. reboot. <laughs> I said that. Right? Why not? Hey, Why not? At this point, he got he got, he got fired for impermissible text messages. Everybody be I think this was in now. This was in the age of singular wireless. I think yeah. is what happened here, and everybody was getting charged ten cents per text. Yeah, it was Beeper Depot. It's in the mall. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't have this. So, so. Yeah, he hit yeah. he hit out Samson, in the NBA for a couple too years much and then damn came back. Money on these Houston. text messages, dude. <laughs> yeah, Calvin, got to stop. So he's going back to Assembly Hall, first game back. Houston Cougs, uh, pretty exciting. Uh, that's probably my second favorite fact of this. And this you know what's interesting about Calvin Sampson is no one made a big deal back in the day that I can remember when he was the coach of the Indiana Hoosiers, and he is he is one of the only Native American coaches that I can think of throughout NCAA Mm -hmm. history. Yeah, he coached at Washington State. Uh, You know, also interesting about Kevin Sampson, all the teams he's uh, coached have had some uh, version of red or maroon as their color. Mm. Washington State, Oklahoma, IU, and Houston. Mm, A little crimson, a little red, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Makes it easy. You don't have to, like, redo your wardrobe every time. Right. Yeah. Hmm. You guys want me to keep going? I can keep going. I mean, Rowdy did you talk left. about Purdue? <laughs> I talked about Purdue. I talked about well, Purdue. Well, I was just, I was just, uh, I was thinking, isn't that where uh, uh, Drew Brees? It is where Drew Brees went. Attended it, yeah. college. Uh, and he yeah, finally uh, retired. His children retired yeah. on his behalf. His four children. It's too many. But they, re- oh, they, retired, they retired for him. on his behalf. Um, and now the New Orleans Saints are either stuck with Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston. So flip a coin. Here we go. Jameis, Jameis Winston just signed that, uh, what was it, one-year $10 million contract? Yeah, I mean, uh, Coach Payton, Yikes. he likes, Yikes. He likes uh, Jameis Winston. And Jameis is famous, but uh, he ain't famous for the right reasons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he retired. Quitters retire. Um all right, Do real you, quick. What, what's, Top, what's your feel? What's your feel on him? I've hated Drew Brees since the um, what was it, two thousand eight <laughs> or two thousand ten Super Bowl, when wow. the special okay. teams kick beat the Colts. I know it didn't have anything to do with him, but I've always hated Drew Brees and Sean Payton since that day. I've always felt like they had some kind of weird kind of uh, thing going where they were like buds. And all that 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 kind of irritated me. Yeah, I got no time for yeah. Sean Payton or uh, all right. Drew Brees. He's a Texan. He's not a real West Lafayetteer. He's a Texan. He couldn't play in Texas, so he came to Purdue. Gotcha. <laughs> you I asked. Think he was, I, I don't think he was. Was he even like recruited in Texas? That's what I'm saying. Obviously, he because at that time, uh, what's his I mean, name? He's was from coaching Austin, at Wyoming. Texas. Yeah, and he doesn't go to UT. Right. He doesn't go to A and M. No, he doesn't go to Houston. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what were you saying? Uh, top ten? What? He's still top ten, I think, all time. 
Oh yeah, I think he's he why well, he's, he's what first in passing yards, second in touchdowns, and but I think all those will get broken if Brady keeps going. I think they're within reach. Well, but Brady Brady has the most touchdowns though, doesn't he? Well, I'm talking yards or completions or whatever oh. Breeze has. I know he has yards. I think he might also have completions, but yeah, um, those are all get broken. But I mean, the other thing that irritates me about Drew Breeze is, well, it doesn't irritate me. It's actually good that the Miami Dolphins didn't get Drew Breeze because that might have kept Nick Saban in Miami because he wanted Drew Breeze, mm. but he got Dante Culpepper. <laughs> same same. Yeah. <laughs> so how much would you pay how much would you pay for a Dante Culpepper jersey right now? Oh, I mean one of those throwback uh, dolphin unis? That that wouldn't be bad. Priceless. Dude. Yeah. Wouldn't be Rowdy, bad. have you ever owned a jersey? Because you, oh, you no, talked about sort. you talked about starter jackets before. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just because Teal was Teal, Teal was, was hot to death. The San Jose was, Sharks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine was oh, Charlotte. Same, Hornets, same. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, I've never owned a jersey. Have you ever worn almost, a jersey? I almost. No, I don't think so. I almost got a used Edron James jersey at a vintage like, store just so I so I could have a Colts. Like game used or just secondhand. No, just like just like someone's <laughs> yes. old. Yes, correct. Yeah, somebody just gave that away. Right to Thrifty Threads. Here, I don't know what to do with. Hey, this. man, Rowdy shows up at yeah. some weird spots. I mean, Rowdy is one one uh, one person removed from like eighteen Heisman Trophy winners. You never know where Rowdy's yeah. rolling. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. No, this was this was. I doubt a a a a. Officially worn. Seeing as it was an extra small, I highly doubt that it was game (laughs) used. Seeing as it was a kid's jersey and it was Uh, James was misspelled. Yeah. Yeah, it was. J A Y M E S. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought living in Indianapolis, it should be, you know, it's one of those. That's a great jersey to have in Indianapolis. Edron James was the dude for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number 50. 57, Michigan is the top-ranked team in the East. I'm looking forward to Rowdy Isaiah Livers, editing who, all these out. Who is second <laughs> in scoring for the team and third in rebounds. It's going to be a three-minute <laughs> yeah. episode. 58, a healthy Livers with a healthy Isaiah Livers. Uh, Michigan is 33-9. and nine. When Isaiah Livers has missed a game in the past two years, Michigan is 6-7. and seven. This reminds Something me. Something to consider. Where do you guys stand yeah. on fried chicken livers? I've never had one. I've only had I don't them think a I've couple times, them. and they were they were dry. I didn't particularly enjoy oh. them. Oh. Tasted like no, fried dirt. Good. Yeah. Uh, LSU is play, is playing St. Bonaventure in the eight nine tilt Wait, in the east. That's in? gonna yeah. St. Bonaventure. They won the eight. No, they won the LSU. eight ten. Or LSU. Yeah, they took Alabama down to the wire. They were runner up. Definitely. They got in at an eight. Well, yeah, but they oh they got it in as as an at large. I mean, they were eighteen and eight. It's not like they were some like pushover. Net rating of twenty eight. So mm. yeah, they they had a strength of schedule inside the top fifteen. They did give Bama they, they a run for tough, their money. Yeah, they were they were a tough team. They're out interestingly in the first round. enough in, in well, against St. Bonaventure. Bonnies. Well, Bonnies. 
LSU student population, almost 32,000. St. Bonaventure's student population, 2379. Damn, I was going to say 3,200, so it was nice and square, but dang. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Even okay. less than that. Hey, here's your here's here's something you're not going to hear uh, on the broadcast or uh, on any of your sports sites that you're checking all the time, Rowdy. This is the funnest fact you're, fact you're going to hear. Uh, St. Bonaventure was just down the road from the high school that my dad graduated from. Oh, for real? I didn't know that was in Western PA. It's not in Pennsylvania. It's in New York. So Oh, uh, uh, here you oh go. when he was up there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they moved to New York uh, for a short period of time, but uh, then my grandparents moved, but the school they moved to didn't have a wrestling program. So my dad lived with a friend for a year and wrestled at uh, Portville High School, That's how you roll. which is right next to yeah, right next to Olean. What what uh, he's telling you right now, Rowdy, New York, is that his father was the LeBron James of wrestling. You move to go to the school with the right team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. He took his he took his talents to Portville, <laughs> took his talents New York, to the upstate. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying right now. Absolutely. Uh, Colorado has their highest seed in I school like history the with a five. They're also uh, they also have three quad three losses though, which is the second most behind North Texas. But they're playing against a George a thirteen and twelve Georgetown team that basically a bid stealer able to get in uh, because they won the Big East tournament. Riddle me this though, to, don't you go. think that quad three or ranked opponents and doesn't that feel a little different in basketball than in football? What do you mean? Because I think I feel like in basketball it's much more acceptable and maybe even expected to drop a game than in football. Maybe because it's more games, maybe because it's fast and there's a lot more going on and a lot more that can happen in a basketball game than a football yep. game. But I, I don't put as much weight in these these drops or these losses in basketball as I do in, like, football. Well, you don't. I agree with you. And you don't and um, because of the way the quads work. So, like, quad one, it's not just, like, a top 25 thing. Quad one means that you are in a home game against a top 30 team in the net or you're in a neutral site game against a top 50 team yeah, in the net yeah. or it's a road game against a top 75 team. Mm. So quad one losses aren't don't really hurt you. The other thing is, unlike like top 25 wins, it's not where you were at the time. Like the net literally moves all the time. So like you could right. have... And I, th- I think Colorado is one of these teams where they had three quad three lo- or four quad three losses, but then one of the teams that they, they lost to actually moved inside of the next quadrant. So then they only have three quad three losses. So it's, it's constantly moving. Oh, so that but, is but different than football. Yeah. 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 They so you're, you're right that, that it, it constantly adjusts. So you could say, you know, you might beat a quad one team, but let's say they, you know, they were 75th and it was on the road. Out. Yeah. But then they dropped to 76. You don't have that quad one win anymore. Yeah. Then quad two is kind of the, like it breaks it down again. But then you get to the point where like quad three and quad four, then you're starting to talk about like if you lose, especially if you're a high major, if you lose there, that means something yeah. like these aren't 
these aren't really good teams. Like schools in the in like the power conferences, um, that's really quad three is kind of where they like they, they should bottom out. Mm. You shouldn't be in quad four. Mm-hmm. You should never fall that low. But that's also why like teams like you know the Winthrop's, the Colgates, the uh, Hartford's like. I think I saw somebody that had 19 wins against quad four opponents uh, because that was everybody in there. That was, yeah, Winthrop was 19 and one against quad four opponents. Uh, but they didn't have any quad one wins because they didn't play anybody in the quad, in quad one. So like even the, like you said, you can only play who you play. Right. You can only win against the teams you, right. you play against. But, like, since they only played the Big South and they only played smaller schools, they never even had the opportunity to, like, get those big wins. But, yeah, I, th- I, I agree. Like, you play more games than you do in football. I think... Just a different um, animal. It's a different atmosphere, yeah. so it doesn't mean... Like, on the road... It does not just mean clo- more. It doesn't mean more. Yeah. It means less sometimes. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it also means more. Sometimes But then it maybe does. it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Who could know? Which isn't like, it's not a very catchy. Sometimes it means less is not really a catchy It's a think uh, piece, slogan. though. You know, it's a slow <laughs> right. burn. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Michigan State started the season at uh, Izzo. AP 38. Preseason 13 and UCLA at AP preseason 23. They're going to play a play-in game. That is crazy uh, to me. Macchiarini. Macchiarini. This this is a perennial Final Four team that is now in a Mm play-in slot. That is wild. If I'm going to pick, you know, since... uh, Here's one for you. I think I'm up to 60. Uh, Since 2010... I'm going to pull this up so I get this right. Uh, there have been there have been five a seed five or lower in the final four in the past seven tournaments and nine of the past ten. Really? So if you're gonna and there's been there's been a ten seed or lower in every sweet sixteen or in thirty three of thirty five sweet sixteens. So if you're going to pick a double-digit seed to go to the Sweet 16, I think you could do worse than Michigan State. Oh, yeah, Sparty, dude. I mean, uh, I'm not going to yeah. sleep on that. Yep. I've got to write that down. Michigan State. Michigan State, yep. they got to win, what, tomorrow? Uh, what's that? They play tomorrow or today, Thursday? They, they, yep, yep, Okay. yep. 61, the last time UConn won a national championship was 2014 when they were a seven seed. This year, they are seven seed playing against Maryland, who has the most losses in the, in in the entire basketball. field at 13. Yep. Yep, so that's 61 and 62. And James Booknight for UConn is projected to be a first-round pick. Got to have a good guard play. So that's at 62. Alabama 63 started the season outside the top 25 and is currently ranked inside the top 10 of Ken Palm. They play fast. Yep, they have a high, they have an up tempo game. So, uh, and you know Nate Oates, future yep. uh, future coach of IU at Alabama, 
uh, yep. currently. But once they get knocked out, he's gonna he's gonna take that Hoosiers job. Dude, uh, uh, college fo- uh, college basketball to me right now, it's hard to it's not hard to watch. It's hard to understand because like these what teams like Bama and who was I watching Colorado the other night, and it's just like I can't really tell what they're doing. I mean, everything's like high pick and roll kind of thing, but it's like I can't really get a bead on exactly how you play ball. It just yeah. looks like mayhem. I, well, uh, this 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 Alabama game might look like mayhem. If for nothing else, then the loser probably gets the IU job. Alabama plays Saturday at four o'clock. It's Nate Oates versus Rick Pitino. Loser gets the IU job. Dude, Rick Pitino, the only coach to take what <laughs> four teams to the tournament? Four teams, four guy's, teams. Yeah, that guy's something yeah. else. This is this this is his fourth. I mean, team. he's something else. So it, regardless if, of his if, basketball career, but yes, dude, I hope I hope Iona hope all above hope that yeah that that he uh, that he gets the IU job. So he will have coached Kentucky. Louisville. Uh, Louisville and Indiana. Dude, he just dominating it, the Ohio Valley. It'd be amazing. Yep. Back into the tournament after what two years? Uh, and they, like you said, he's taking his fourth team. So I think I think that's. I mean, if not sixty-eight, that's pretty close. You don't have one more. To just round that off. Polish that off to a beautiful sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. <laughs> 11 coaches within the top four seeds have never made a Final Four. So there'll be some some new faces in there. Juwan nice. Howard of Michigan, Brad Underwood of Illinois, Scott Drew of Baylor, Fran McCaffrey of Iowa, Kelvin Sampson, Chris Holtman of Ohio State, Nate Oates, future IU coach, Eric Musselman, future IU coach, Leonard Hamilton, future IU coach, <laughs> Matt Painter, and Mike Boyton Matt Painter, of Oklahoma State, future an IU, IU coach. coach. <laughs> no, never, no. But I, I mean, I think you have uh, between Drew, Saint, uh, Drew Oates, Musselman, Hamilton, and Boyton. You've got you've got what five future IU coaches on that list? Plus Baby Bobby Knight so, and Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, Chris Beard is yeah, on there. There you go. Yeah, uh, uh, we didn't talk about Dan him. Dockage. Chris Beard from Texas Tech. Dan, Dan Dockage, yeah, no. Dan Dockage needs to learn how to talk to a woman before he ever takes a coaching position. Alfred, Jeez. yeah, I mean all of them. Let's do it all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know the other name I heard, which I thought was interesting, uh, was John Beeline. Oh, uh, Michigan, Michigan's coach from 2018, 20, 2019. Went to uh, take the job at Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers. Failed miserably, not surprising. He's like, I think, 68. How did it work the last time somebody from Michigan came to Indiana? Last one I can remember is uh, a gentleman named uh, Chris Christie's uh, lost brother at birth, Brady Hoke. (laughs) (laughs) Brady Hoke. No. Uh, Yeah. Chirp, chirp, Brady Brady uh, Hoke. What did they call him? Yeah, Brady the Hoke. Yeah. I think this would turn out better. I mean, Beeline's taken, what, he took UCLA yeah. to the Final Four. Yeah. He took Michigan to the Final Four. He took West Virginia to the Final Four. Yeah, I think. That's the guy. Think, I like yeah. this. That's the guy. Yeah, I, he's he's older, so he's not going to be there right. long. But then well, again, they don't like, want that anyway, you know. obviously. They've had 37 coaches since Bobby Knight. They've had 30, 37 coaches in 26 <laughs> <Yeah>. years. 
Yeah. Has it been no, 26 so, yeah, years I mean, since Bobby Knight was at Indiana? No, 2002, I think. Okay, it's been yeah. like 18, 2001. Yeah, because our buddy. Mike Davis went. I remember our buddy Mike Mark Davis was there when that happened. Yeah. Yeah, so Mike Davis took him to the to the championship game where they lost against Maryland. Mm, Turpins. And then they had they had Tom Crean. Then they had Archie Miller. Yeah, because I think there's only been three, right? Am I missing one? That final four appearance was Bobby Knight. No, Kelvin Sampson. Yeah, but that final four appearance was Bobby Knight's recruiting team, recruiting classes. Mm, Yeah, yeah. So that was 2002. Yeah, that was the final. That makes sense. Yeah. Yep. I remember standing at the liquor store and buying some beer at halftime, or it was supposed to be halftime. But it started back up that Duke game, and I was like, "Oh man, they're gonna win! They're really gonna yep. win this game." Yep. I, and I remember that because I was 19 years old. I was at, when I was buying that yeah, beer. Yeah, I was at OB's at, watching that game. At Snows. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why are you laughing, Rowdy? <laughs> Just uh, saw something funny dude, on TV. Dude, Sno- <laughs> dude, Snows about? liquor store. <laughs> if you put on a GM work shirt, you can go in there and buy beer. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. 17 years yeah. old, you could buy a beer at Snows if you had a Delco Remy shirt on. Yeah. What else you got? What are, where, are we at time? How long is this uh, taking? We are way yeah, past dude, time. Are we really? Time. Uh, yeah. It's just I a mean, construct. Time flies when when you have, you know, 68 fun facts. <laughs> yeah. How fun were those, huh? Hey, dude, it was very <laughs> useful for me. I got six or eight notes yeah. written down here. My bracket's gonna be hot to death. Well, I think we missed can there, we missed one story, which is a little more um, somber. Oh yes. Was, uh, yeah. Then let's skip it. Yeah. Okay. We don't want to end on a right. sad note. All right. Well, I think this whole episode was sad, <laughs> and I'm sorry I put you through it. I'm surprised you guys let me do that. I, hey, really, honestly, I was learning. It, you know what? <laughs> it's like when, a master when, class. When it's it. You, you just, I knew, I could tell you had to get this out of you. Like yeah. This was just eaten away. And, and Roddy got a lot of work done. And, and you, and you had some, you had something to share with the world. Yeah. Yeah. I only got through uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, six of my um, tabs here on my spreadsheet. Oh. So I never even got to the seventh tab. Oh, spreadsheet. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that interesting. That's it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank the guru, Mikey, Jet Belly Music, Commissioner Brandon Casburn, food editor Dennis Chu, and the honorary ball boy this week is... First ever. It took us 182 episodes, but we are now at the point where we have a ball nun. Shout out to Sister Jean, uh, a nun from Loyola Chicago Ramblers. She's 101 years old. Just got oh, approved. Yeah. Sister Jean. Just got approved to sit courtside at Hinkle Fieldhouse uh, for Loyola's first game. So Sister Jean's shot up with that coronavirus vaccine, 101. Hey, going to be a lot of Hail Marys in that game. Good luck to you and your Ramblers, Sister Jean. Hey, can I can I throw up uh, a ball boy this Why week not? too? Shout out to Connor Mance uh, from BYU. He actually won the t- the 2020 Asterix uh, NCAA Men's Cross Country Meet uh, this weekend in Stillwater. He's the first uh, United Statesian to win since um, 
2008, I believe. He won it in a time of 29-26 and actually beat Wesley Kiptu from Iowa State by almost 30 seconds, uh, who Kiptu actually ran the 5K in the indoor championship and won. So he was kind of the favorite. Connor Mance had a sweet, sweet mustache and a, and a 1972 uh, high-top uh, haircut, okay. just, a, just a flat top on top. Nice. And just little Chris looked like he's coming... Little Chris Mullen yeah. with a with a pencil thin mustache. Oh, with Larry and, Bird on the upper lip. Yeah, fresh, okay. <laughs> fresh off his mission and just ready to roll. So congratulations to Connor Mance. Hey, good luck, uh, you're a champion. And next, you get your own planet. Way to go, bud. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you know those shorts were pretty short. I didn't see anything sticking out from him either. I don't know if he had anything special underneath there with the. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspot at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? Don't forget CBS Sports, 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 Sports uh, Tournament Bracket. Sign up. Join us.